0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2022 of the Highview Podcast. This is a gospel centered conversation exploring theology, culture, and life in the local church. And I'm your host, Tyler Sweat. Today, I am joined by the one and only Chad Williams, Pastor Chad of Highview Church. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And today, we have a very, very special guest, Miss Mallory Parker.
1: Hello. How's it going, Mallory? I'm doing well, doing well. How are y'all doing?
0: Doing very well, doing well. Mallory has uh, been been hanging out with us on the team at Highview now for just a little while. She's stepping in to help serve the staff in some some pretty awesome ways. Um, yeah, I've been excited about all she's bringing, in. and she's uh, going to be starting the counseling ministry or help restart oop the oop. counseling ministry of Highview Church. Yeah, yep. So really, uh, really excited <laughs> about that. I and, like the hype.
2: Oop, oop. yeah, it was yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that
0: was really good. It's very good. Yeah. You guys doing well? Doing glad to be here? Yes. Good. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. I'm
2: ready to talk about uh what it means to join church.
0: That's right. Yeah, this is uh we're getting back into our discussion of Rediscover Church. It's been a been a little bit since we've done one of these episodes. We took a holiday break. Yeah. And then holiday. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy time at Highview. There's a lot of good things happening at Highview Church. Mm-hmm. A lot's
2: happened since we uh, yeah. since we last uh, did, did a podcast. Yeah,
0: we are so- um, taking some big steps to um, build a building or help add on to our building here at Highview, and uh, some big, well, big steps. Yep, yeah. we had a we had a, a vote on uh, on securing the financing
2: for a, a, a pretty substantial expansion project here at the church, and uh, we had a, a unanimous vote. Oh, it was, was all awesome. good, like 100% uh, for that project, and we rolled out a new uh, strategic vision yeah, uh, that we're going to be giving ourselves to the church for, for 36 months called Make Disciples. It's been uh, getting a lot of traction and getting going there, yeah. so that's been great. Yeah. So a lot of cool stuff going on.
0: Yeah, 9 years into Hive's existence, we finally decided to start We're making like, disciples. We are like, yeah, it's now, about time.
2: We should probably do this now. It's <laughs> no. na- it's,
0: it's the now or never initiative. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, be looking out for other content to do with The Making Disciples Initiative, we've been really excited about it, talking about it a lot. We will be talking about it on the podcast coming up soon. Looking forward to that. Um, Absolutely. So uh, right now, like I said, we are continuing the discussion through the book Rediscover Church by Colin Hanson and Jonathan Lehman, um, some guys out of the Nine Marks organization of churches. Um, And it really is a helpful resource, especially coming out of um, 2020 and 2021, Um, And the complications, the challenges that came out of everyone dispersing for um, how how long were we? We were totally not meeting for like six months and then doing registration and and trying to rebuild um, this concept of gathering together as a local church. What does it mean to be a part of a church? What can you expect from the leadership? Um, What can we expect from members? Um, So it's been good to have these conversations and kind of remind ourselves, re-energize these things, uh, even specifically at hy Church. So, um, again, we've mentioned this before, um, we actually have several copies of this book that we would like to give away to those listening to the podcast. So if you are one of our regular listeners, uh, make sure you're sharing this as well with your friends. You can go to iTunes and now Spotify and leave us a rating and a review. Um, so those things are really helpful, but if you would like to have a copy of rediscover church, just find us at church on Sunday. If you're in our local area, come visit with us at Hobby church and we would love to to give you a copy of rediscover church. So just let us know you'd like that. And we would uh, give you a copy for free. So what a deal.
1: And, 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 fantastic. and this is,
2: this is a really, uh, this is a really helpful book. Um, yeah. All, all of nine marks stuff, by the way, uh, just as resources is really, really good. Yes. Um, I think they're like the ministry. If you're looking for the doctrine of the church, like learning about the local church, nine marks is definitely the yep. place to, to go. Um, but, uh, this is a, this is a fantastic read and, uh, and I think it'd be helpful for anyone to, regardless of how long you've been a Christian, even if you just need kind of a refresher on yeah uh, what a church is and what a church does and why it matters so much. Uh, this is a fantastic, it's short read, uh, but really, really, really good. Definitely.
0: Yeah. We're, we're excited to dig into this book. And like Pastor Chad mentioned, we are going to be talking about membership and, Specifically, chapter five of Rediscover Church is called "Is Joining Actually Necessary." Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're excited to to be here to talk about this. We're excited to have Mallory on. Um, not only is she jumping on and, and helping lead some ministries and um, helping serve the the staff, but she is a member herself, a yeah. member of Ivy Church. How long have you and, and your husband Arthur been members of Ivy?
1: I think we looked back okay. the other day, and it was I think twenty nineteen.
0: Mm. Oh
2: wow!
1: So yeah, really
2: so it'll be man it'll be three years at some point this year yeah yep i was wow, a little bit flies. of
1: a lazy church member at first i think that's
2: what <laughs> you well you're one of these people like so if you joined in 2019 you had you only had like a few months yeah. before the whole 2020 shut it down uh yeah, yeah COVID yeah. apocalypse happened
1: yeah, yeah that was a weird time
0: yeah, I was actually looking back through. So one of my roles uh, here at Highview has been the connection process and walking people through the membership pipeline. And I was looking back at the groups of people who have joined since I've been here. And you guys were in one of my first membership classes mm-hmm. that I that walked through. Yeah, because you were
1: pretty, you were like freshly joined yes. on the staff, I think. Mm-hmm. I we had just
0: become a member of Highview yeah. in 2019 as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so That's crazy. Absolutely. Um. So in this, this discussion about church membership, uh, I know I've, I have recently discovered that membership is such kind of a a questionable subject among uh, Christians in general. I grew up just with an understanding of everyone's a church member. Mm -hmm. You you go to church, you know, and at some point in your life, either as a kid, you know, you uh pray a prayer. You sign a card. You get baptized, and boom, you're just kind of born into church membership through that. You right. know, being a part of a family who's a member of the church, or uh, maybe your family was visiting churches, and then you just decide and you walk down front and you talk to a pastor, yeah. and um, you just boom, you're a, you're a member.
2: Two things I remember about church membership from I grew up. My my grandfather was a pastor, and uh, and so I remember the things I remember about church membership were kind of twofold. One, um, I remember the. Door, I'm using quotation marks, but the doors of the church being opened. Yes, you, you know what I'm talking about. So, oh yeah. So 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 uh, the pastor, or whoever would would come down the front and say the doors are open, and then if you wanted to join, you just came down and joined. Right. right. And then if and then the other thing I remember about church and then they close them and you can't come it's in. It's like ah, get out of here. <laughs> Lock them up. No, nope, it's closed now. <laughs> um, but then I also remember, um, and this is uh, speaking to my uh, <laughs> my Baptist heritage. Uh, I remember letters. Yeah. I remember that being a big deal. So um, for those of you who do not know, um, there's still this kind of longstanding tradition of, uh, so everyone who joins a church in you know, certain Baptist churches are put on a roll, but they also yep. have a letter. The letter is like, hey, they're in good standing. They're a what? member of this church. Yeah. Not under yeah, church absolutely. discipline. Yeah. yeah, not under church discipline, this so on and is so forth. This bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard any of this. Really, this is it's all true. It's all true. Yeah. So, and then when you leave that church, you then um, you they request the new church. So you get so you leave that church where your letter is. You yeah. go to a new church. The new church then uh, reaches out to the old church and says, "Hey, they got a letter." And so then you send your letter to and then that and then you become a member at that church. It's like yeah. your
1: church transcript. Correct. And yeah, that's a of. very good
2: way of putting it. Yeah. And you do not have to in most cases, you do not have to go through any type of process at the new church. Right. You just taken in because you had a letter in another Baptist church mm-hmm. that they either know or whatever they respect whatever it is. Yeah. Then you're just there's no process, there's no class, there's no vote, there's no any of that Reading, necessary. I don't know. Yeah.
1: What believe. if it's Interview. a different denomination?
2: Uh, that's a different
0: discussion. I don't I – honestly yeah. – I, I have known know. of – so essentially I think the, the one of the helpful things about that is there is some kind of um, there – there is supposed to be a record of who you're responsible for, right? Like who's mm-hmm. under your spiritual authority as the church, who yeah. you looking out for, who you're responsible for discipling. And then if they transfer out to another – you know, Baptist church, other denomination, similar denomination, then the, the idea is like you're requesting, Hey, are, you know, have they hurt anyone? Are you, know, are they under spiritual discipline? Or are they in any unrepentant sin that you know of? Um, but what it's become is generally just a number of people that we quote unquote have on the roll. Mm-hmm. And, um, so then what I've seen from people who go from one denomination to another, their letter, quote unquote, their item on the roll just stays, it just stays, just it stays yeah. in that church because the other denomination is not going to call and request. It's a, it's non-transferable fund. You know, okay. like it's, it's weird. It's a it, weird process, but it,
2: it really is. And that's also how, like if you ever want to, it's this, this goes into like Baptist identity too. Yeah. I mean, I know this really, really well. It, if you want to really offend a Baptist, take them off the role, the membership
0: role. Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying yeah like even if they don't attend there anymore yeah um in, in some cases even if they're dead I'm not joking <laughs> yeah. there is lots yeah. of dead members on church rolls right and and you can't take them off because if you right. take them off the, the they've been there since eighteen eighty eight and yeah. and there's mm-hmm. generations of people who are infuriated by that decision right and so it's a big ordeal like having your name on a church roll whether you attended there or not mm-hmm. Was a huge deal for me growing up. Like, it was a huge deal. You what? What? Mem- where are you a member at? Right. Thing was a huge, huge deal. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That concept. It's of like simultaneously identity. a
2: high view of uh, like a high mm-hmm. view of membership, but yeah. a low view at the same time. Well, I would say it's kind of both.
0: It's a it's an importance of the the record. Like I'm a member at X Church but a very low view of the actual performance of what it means to be on that role. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's where the importance ends is just having your name recorded somewhere. Which,
2: yeah, that that's, that's exactly right. So the good thing about that process mm-hmm. that we don't do now is churches communicated with other churches yes. about people who were going from church to church. Now, that never happened. Mm-hmm. Like I can count on one hand how many times a pastor of another church in, say, the last couple years, a pastor of another church reached out to us and was like, hey, is this person in good standing? They now come here. There's no communication whatsoever like that. Mm. It's just very kind of segmented, and we're on our own, and and it's just a totally, like, Separate Mm things.
0: Yeah, I think with that and kind of to get us into the discussion today is um, with all that being said, it kind of does present the question like, is all this even necessary then? Like, should I join a church? Like, should I even care if my name is on a roll somewhere? Like, what does that all even mean? Does it really matter? Um, Well, I think it's really, really important to begin with a solid, healthy, uh, foundational definition of what membership even is. Um, So what does it mean to be... A member of a local church, um, Mallory. I'm going to ask you just as as a member, like when you think about what it means to be a member of the church, like talk from your personal experience. Like, what things have you identified with? Maybe from your growing up as a, a, a Christian, you know, seeing being a part of other churches. Like, what's yeah. been your take on what membership looks like?
1: Um, I think it's super interesting to be in this conversation because. I didn't really grow up in church, Mm -hmm. so my only experience was with the Lutheran Church, Mm -hmm. and so I know as a kid, we were members there, um, but it was more so just like, um, like you said, kind of just like your name being on a roll or whatever, Um, and then my first experience with membership would be when I was in college... um, there was a Baptist church and I joined there and I remember them emphasizing like, Hey, there's a class. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we went to that class and that was the first time I realized like, Oh, this is important. Like something, there's a meaning behind it. But if someone asked me like what it means to be a member, I would say, um, acknowledging that you believe their mission statement
0: You understand
1: the belief of the church. You're accepting that you want to be a part of that body of Christ and be held accountable in a way. Yeah. um, And be in relationship with your brothers and sisters in Christ and, and just acknowledging like, hey, I... I want to be there on Sundays. I want to be a part of this community um, and stepping into that. And I think the way high view does it is really cool because like mm-hmm. when you are a member and everyone claps for you, you're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm a part of a family like this. Yeah. is That was so cool to me. I never had that That's my that favorite experience. thing that happens. At I mean, it's like, Oh yeah. Same here.
2: But outside of baptism. That's mm-hmm. my favorite thing that happens. At yeah. Highview yeah. Yep. It you has know. like when new members join. For those of you don't know of that when a new member joins, um, there is a um, there is a celebration yep. uh, mm-hmm. at, with our church and conferences where it's those member only meetings, and it is loud and <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah,
0: it, it, imagine like your your our your prom king and queen <laughs>
2: meets a World Cup soccer game.
0: Right? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> like there's
2: a lot imagine, of loud
0: banging and imagine uh, when Georgia wins a national championship oh for boy. the first time in 41 years, oh, okay. and you're a long time. Anyway, um, it's that level of excitement right. over someone to making that commitment. And I like that you included all those things because what's often like we were just talking about being a member of a church doesn't mean your name's on a list right. somewhere. Um, it doesn't just mean that it's an identity you get to claim mm-hmm. just by verbally saying, I'm a member of X church. Right. It's a, it's a response, a personal responsibility mm-hmm. to be a part of that family. Yeah. And if you know, if you have, a, um, if you're married or you have a family, like ho- a healthy family, uh, hopefully you realize like you're gonna have different roles within mm-hmm. that relationship that it takes to make that work. Like you have responsibilities, right. you have uh, covenantal commitments. It frames the relationship. Yes.
2: Yep. It, it, it frames the level of accountability and the uh, sources of accountability mm-hmm. and the sources of like submission in this case mm-hmm. uh, as well. So it frames it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to think. The about
1: way it. I think about it is as y'all were talking. Um, it came up to me as, like, I was in sports my whole life. So they took it serious. Like, if you're a part of a team, yeah, like, you're wearing that T-shirt or you're wearing mm-hmm. that uniform. So, yeah. like, your behavior matters. Like, if someone knows you're a part of, you know, X college team or whatever, like, it, it's to be taken seriously. So right. as you become right. a member of a church, not that anyone's, like, you know, micromanaging what you're doing, but they're saying, hey, we love you. right? You know, w- what you're a part of is important and... We care about like your spiritual walk.
0: Mm. That's so. good. So as a part of uh, rediscover church in this chapter on is joining actually necessary, he gives the definition of membership. And I want us to kind of think about this, talk through this definition because I think it's really um, a nice, well-rounded definition of church membership. Um, the author says that uh, church membership is a church's affirmation and oversight of a Christian's profession of faith and discipleship combined with the Christian submission to the church and its oversight. So there's these two sides, two yeah. sides of this coin where the church has some level of authority to affirm whether or not this person is a believer, um, but also to oversee their discipleship process. How are they growing up as a Christian? What are the, what are the things that they're learning and digesting theologically? Um, what are the ways that they're being, you know, identifying their spiritual gifts and being called out to serve? Um, how are they being developed to then be deployed, as we say at Harvey Church? How are they being sent out to serve in the church, but also in the world around them? Uh, so the church has some level of accountability and responsibility and authority to oversee that process for whoever takes that level of commitment to join as a member of the church. On the flip side, there's a responsibility and accountability for the individual member to participate Mm -hmm. in the activity of the church because they are one of many, right? They're, Mm -hmm. they're also submitting to this idea of I'm, I'm a part of this collective that has these goals of building and guarding and uh, displaying the kingdom and, and living out the gospel. Um, so what do you, what do you guys think about that? Those two ideas, the church's kind of authority to do these things and the, the members personal responsibility. Uh, let's start first with the church's authority. Like where is that? Chad, mm-hmm. where, where is that derived from? Yeah. And what does that look like?
2: So that comes from Matthew 16 and 18 uh, where Jesus is referring to and talking about the keys to the kingdom yep. being given to the church. And, and Lehman uh, and Hanson talk about that in that chapter um, where Jesus gives authority to the church to determine um, whether or not a person is uh, going to be uh, a member of a local church and basically affirming their confession of faith. So one of the things that we do at High View in the membership process is we ask someone what the gospel is. Yeah. And what we're doing is we're essentially doing what Jesus did for Peter um, when he's, he's asking him, you know, yeah. who, who do you say that I am kind of thing. And so what we're doing is we're, we're essentially verifying whether or not a person is prof, a professing believer um, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, yeah. member, like I say this all the time, but like, um, there's a place for, for any person, whether they're a Christian or not, to sit in a, a, a church service at Ivy Church. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to members, we want there to be 100% nothing but Christians yeah. in, as members. Yeah, And there's a lot of reasons for that um but primarily it comes to this idea of the church having the authority to affirm someone's profession of faith and mm-hmm. then hold them accountable to live up to that profession of faith. Right. When they do not, Matthew 18 yes. is is where we go, mm-hmm. which is that person is disciplined. They're removed from the church. Yeah. And what happens when, when that occurs is the church says, we can no longer stamp your uh, embassy, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we stamp yeah. your passport, however you want to put it. We can no longer do that because your behavior no longer or is not aligned with your profession of faith. Yeah. So therefore, in order to protect the witness of Christ in the world and to protect this flock of believers, uh, we have to remove you from this flock of believers. It's a very sad thing. We've had to do it at Highview Church many times, but yeah. it's a part of a healthy church process. Just like uh, a healthy immune system gets rid of, of things that are harmful to the body, uh, the, the discipline process is kind of like, in, in some ways, uh, the part of the membership process where it's an immune system of sorts, yeah. it's a way to remove those mm-hmm. who would harm the body. Yeah, and so that's the idea. So um, uh, Matthew 16, the keys of the kingdom are kind of handed over. Matthew 18 tells us what happens when this when this goes wrong. Mm-hmm. The authority yeah. works both ways. The church lets people in to membership, affirms their profession of faith. Says, "Yep, we can we can validate. We believe this person to the best of our knowledge yeah. is a follower of Jesus." Right, and if they ever do not live up to that or or, or show, and I should be more specific, unrepentant sin yeah. is what right. Jesus is talking about in Matthew 18. Right. They refuse to repent. They refuse to turn away from sin. Yeah. Uh, then the church has to remove them because right. they basically have denied publicly their profession
0: of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really helpful distinction because having sin in your life doesn't mean right. that you're not a Christian. 100%. How you go about dealing with that sin yeah. in your life def- definitely displays whether or not you're a Christian, right? Um, so it's, it's the church's responsibility to, as you said, and I love the way actually that embassy language is, is how they, uh, talk about it in the chapter. And they've used that throughout the book, which I really find it helpful, uh, as like this kind of practical way, uh, something that's tangible. We can look at in the world and say, okay, that's, that makes sense. We're a foreign, you know, we're part of a foreign country, right? We're citizens of a heavenly kingdom that has local authority here, right? Um, in this, this, uh, other kingdom of darkness, you know, that we get to, operate in but under the privileges of our home country which is the the kingdom of heaven um and so local churches then you know have this this incredible responsibility um and i, and I love too that they they clarify like we don't by making someone a member of the church we don't make them a christian um, right. that's so right joining a church i've heard it you know, said you know, just because you sit in a garage doesn't mean you're a car right mm. doesn't make you a car you know, going to a church joining a church doesn't make you a christian um and also, you know it, that that decision of where we, whether we will have someone receive someone into, into membership um, is kind of interesting. I've never experienced it before. I, I came here um, because if your idea of membership, as we said earlier, for some churches is just having people's names on a roll, um, then why reject them? So yeah. you know, you've been in the
2: church your whole life. Yeah. What's been your general experience with membership? Like, what what was your view of membership? Say before you had a high view, but just mm-hmm. generically, like what was your view of membership?
0: Um, growing up, for sure, it was a very um, very small view of membership. I don't know that I actually understood that there was a difference between people that attended um, and people that were members. There was not really a distinction between what was like required of those people, what was uh, asked of them, or what they were provided by the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of um, a gather like the churches I grew up in were mostly um, a lot of families that were all in church together long-term like there, these churches had been like very in small communities. Like they just know everybody um, and and they've built, you know, a familial relationship, but, but just by their association with each other um, and attendance of this event week to week. So I go to church on Sunday, they go to Sunday school. Um, and then if you want to become a member, you go down front and you say, Hey, I want to, I want to just be here. <laughs> I want to attend these things. And then, to end that, you just go somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? There's not really a um, a responsibility. It seemed just from what I grew up seeing. When I started thinking about that idea of like, okay, what what's actually required of the people who are right joining, or what's what should they expect from the leadership? Like, what mm-hmm. what are the things that you know joining actually causes you to want to be and, and want to grow in, or uh, able to have you know access to. Um, not that it's like some kind of um, country club membership where you get mm-hmm. like the premium level, you know, experience. And then if you're not a member, you get the like the free. Like it's almost like a, a subscription to an app. Like you get the free the free. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right. You know, um, th- that level of those are uh, the only
2: subscriptions I ever have. So yeah, I know, I know what they are. <laughs> um,
0: but uh, that's kind of how I thought about it growing up. Is like you just are there and you do, the, everybody does the same things, and then there's just some people that are called members. There wasn't, like, a, a special element to it at all or or even an understanding of, like, how is this different from just attending?
2: Yeah. Was there ever, with, with you, Mallory, was there ever any, um, as you started, like, being a part of churches that had formal membership, uh, was there ever any, like, in your mind or in your, like, based on how you grew up, and, and you mentioned growing up in the Lutheran church, but, like, was there any pushback from you on that? Was there ever, like... What is like? What was it like? Was there anything that was like? Eh, I don't know about this, or or like, just natural pushback you had at all?
1: Um, honestly, probably not until I got to Highview and mm. I heard the word church discipline. I oh, was like, boom! Okay, mm. I was now like, now we're getting somewhere. I was like, yeah. ooh, what is that? Okay, I've done this twice. So okay, so far. you had not
2: heard anything about? I
1: had not heard what church, church discipline, discipline was. I joined wow. two churches in the past. They were both Baptist churches. Um, they had some sort of class. And it was it was fine and good, and I was like, okay, I feel like I understand this. And then, um, in my interview, it was actually with Josh. Um, we were talking about a little bit about our um, like our um, story and how we came to Christ, and then explained what the gospel is. And then, I don't know if I brought up church discipline or how it got brought up, but I just asked. I was like, that sounds really scary. What is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, yeah. I think Josh says it really well, and it's kind of what you were speaking to, is he told me, he said, okay, don't let it freak you out. Church discipline is, the goal is always repentance. Like, don't mm-hmm. let it, you know, sound like this thing of, you're just kicked out of the church, like if right. you sin, you know, because we all sin, um, even when we're in Christ. But the goal is, you are held accountable mm-hmm. And you have a loving um, group of people who are like, hey, if they see something in your life that's a pattern or mm-hmm. you know the sin that's unrepented of, they pull you aside and um, and it's I'm going to need your help with scripture. Where is it at? When you bring first come one to that's the brother Matthew, Matthew eighteen. 18. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Come one to the brother and then kind of talk to him about it and then bring two. And so Chad was talking about removal, but I wanted our listeners to know like that's the last step. Like there's, there's things in between there. And so that made me feel really good. And I was like, Oh, like this is to protect the church. This is to make it healthy because as a mental health counselor, there's so oftentimes I hear about people who are in the church and who are members and even in authority Mm -hmm. doing horrible, horrible things. Um, and so that prevents this. So I was excited about it.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, that's a very common, um, pushback which is just I, mm-hmm. there's just a lack of understanding mm-hmm. about church discipline like what it is yeah.
0: and, and I, I'm glad you you kind of clarified that because it church discipline doesn't mean if we don't like you anymore we'll kick you out right. of our of our club like, it sounds harsh it does i mean sound it harsh. really does sound yeah. harsh
2: and and i think too like understanding that the church discipline um, is Understanding those three levels, where yeah, you know, I tell people all the time, the vast majority of church discipline, the va like ninety nine percent of it mm-hmm. happens, maybe more than that, happens at that first step, mm-hmm. yeah, where it's just like someone, a brother, a sister, whatever, who's like saying, "Hey, I see this in your life," or whatever, yeah. like turn from the sin, it's going to destroy you. Right. Like be aware of this. Like it's looking out for each other. It's yeah. not meddling. It's like taking a actual like yeah. vested interest in the spiritual well-being of a fellow member yeah. mm-hmm. and like, Hey, if I, if I see you doing something dangerous, sticking, you know, walking towards the, 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 you know, the outlet with a fork or something, I'm going to try to stop you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I want, I want you to avoid that danger. Yeah. Yeah. And so most churches when the vast majority happens, then like a, a fraction, maybe like, you know, half of 1% happens Mm -hmm. where it's like, Hey, me and someone else have to go have this conversation. Yeah. I need to bring someone else into this scenario. Yeah. um, And, and then that final step is just like the, I mean, you're talking about, uh, we've been in church nine years. You're talking about probably less than a dozen people, um, over that period of time. So, you know, it's a long time and a lot of people. So, um, it's again, most sin issues get dealt with at Mm -hmm. that first level. And so that's, that's. That's something that should just be present in the life of any healthy church. Right,
1: absolutely. And you mentioned the relationship of like how the members also participate in this. Like it's not just our pastors um, pursuing our members. That's huge. I think in a healthy church, you should have both. And I kind of joked about like I was a lazy member at first. So (laughs) it's really easy to come to church, like do a little bit here and there. But I think recently in the last year, I would say all through 2021 – Um, I tried to be a lot more of an active member, and Mm. that means like I was serving, and the Lord used that in a huge way. And also, to be honest, like there was something, a sin in my life, that I ended up going to one of our pastors about, and I was like, hey, this is going on in my life, and I've Mm. hit it for a long time. And Mm. I need someone in our our church, our authority to know, because if I don't tell you, I'm not going to be held accountable to that. Mm. And I don't want this to have control of me anymore right so that's i think a good example of how members also can participate in that and it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be something scary sounding like church discipline but just going and and confessing something and saying hey like i need accountability in this
0: yeah Um, the the less scary word for church discipline is just discipleship yeah right like it's it's it's, good it's discipling people among them and i'm glad you mentioned that i that relationship member to member Uh, because I think a lot of people, and I know a lot of of this Southern church culture, the mindset is I'm joining this church because I either like this pastor and his preaching and I want to hear the the preaching of this particular pastor, um, but there's very little understanding of what that actually means to submit to spiritual authority. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love this definition from this chapter. Um, It kind of brings in the other side of that coin. Not only does the church have this uh, authority and obligation to, uh, have oversight, you know, of the person's profession of faith and their discipleship and growth. Uh, but it's the Christian's submission to the church and that oversight. Um, but one of the key things is that people, we're not asking people just to submit to the elders, uh, mm-hmm. although that's certainly part of it. And, and but submitting to the elders means submitting to someone who's going to care about your spiritual growth. Provide uh, a church like that is leading initiatives to make disciples. It's exactly what we're trying to refocus ourselves on as a church. But what's helpful, uh, and, and this chapter really does a good job of pointing this out, is it's actually a mutual submission, member to member, mm. as well. Like we are all called to look out for each other. And what I love about High View, and I think there's there's a, probably a version of this in most churches, whether it's utilized or, or underutilized or just like in some church bylaws somewhere, we actually have a member covenant that we uh, that we recite when they, we have our family meetings, our church and conference meetings, um, and every time somebody becomes a member, we ask them do you by God's grace agree to uphold the promises made to each other in the church covenant? And those promises are like Chad to Chad's point earlier about church discipline is to over like to look out for each other, to Mm -hmm. watch how you're walking carefully in the world, to look out for your own holiness, but also for the the holiness of each other to weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice all the one another commands of scripture. Um, It's that place where we see the church actually being the church and membership finds value not just because you have a pastor you like to hear them, them preach, or even necessarily that you have a pastor that you go to for everything, uh, but that you have a family that you're a part of, yeah. oh, that yeah. you can go to for everything. I
2: tell people all the time, uh, elders are not um, the police of the church. Yeah, that yeah. you know you call when you see something, you know, a member doing something to, unbecoming. I
0: would like to report a sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone hit me yeah. up like, yeah, I saw Tyler. You know, yelling at a woman in a drive-thru, uh, you know, like, wait, what? Like, oh, so that's, somebody, that's, somebody saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm older, why are you telling me this? Why did you confront him there? Go um, him. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that's what I, t- I mean, that's, yeah. you know, I don't have, I don't get a lot of that because I think I you gets that. They, they get it for the most part, you know, but the idea of church discipline is not, um, you know, just the elders going around or one elder or two elders. Uh, Mm -hmm. then, you know, kind of going around, Hey, what's going on here? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's, it's member to member. It's, it's, uh, it's, it happens within a community. And, and I think that outside of the gospel itself, church membership is maybe the best discipling tool the church has like outside of the gospel itself. I think that very few things practically disciple people more Mm -hmm. than being in a covenant relationship, with other believers, being held accountable, um, and then having a convictional confessional center as well. Like, those are like necessities. Like, so if you're not passionate about discipleship, yeah, I don't really see how you would be too passionate about church membership, honestly. Yeah. Uh, because they go hand in hand. Like, if you really want this for yourself, like if you really want this for your family, you're going to commit. And you're going to really go all in and, and be a part of a local church through church membership. That
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a, a quote that I wanted to, to kind of pull out of, of the chapter about, you know, what it is that we're called into um, as, we, as we submit. And uh, this is from page 76, if you end up picking up your free copy of Rediscover Church. Um, this is what the author says. He says, The word submit is scary. Uh, perhaps especially when applied to the church. I mean, Mallory mentioned this earlier that sometimes, I mean, we've all heard stories of mm-hmm. abusive spiritual leaders that uh, don't take the responsibility of building up the body to, to serve and love and build up one another. Um, so that submission word can be kind of scary. Um, it said that, but, but it must be said uh, when you become a church member, you're not just submitting to the leaders or to the institution in some vague bureaucratic sense. You're submitting to a family and all of its members. Mm-hmm. You're, it's your way of saying, this is the particular group of Christians I'm inviting into my life and asking to keep me accountable for following Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm asking them to take responsibility for my Christian walk. If I'm discouraged, it's now their responsibility to encourage me. If I stray from the the narrow path, it is their responsibility to correct me. If I'm in dire financial straits, it's their responsibility to look after me. So, uh, that is a very, very different view of church membership than what I grew up with. Um, that's good. It's, it's inviting those people to be people who are seeing being, being vulnerable first mm-hmm. with those people so they can see the the sins that need yeah. to be called out. But then it's saying, Hey, I'm, I'm asking you to take responsibility for me. And in, in turn, like I want to do what I can to take responsibility for you. Like I want to look out for your spiritual walk and, in ways that I can find to help you, as we've been describing discipleship at Highview Church, help you to know Jesus, to love Jesus and obey Jesus. Um, that's our calling. That's what it means to be a member of a church is to say, hey, these are the people that I want looking out for me. Um, so yeah, anybody that right. comes to Highview and goes through the membership process, uh, we want you to know what you're getting into. Right? We want you to know um, how it is we're going to be leading you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about our um, particular doctrinal distinctives, the things that we would believe in, the things we're going to be training you up in. Um, but ultimately end of the day, somebody that's standing before the church at church and conference here at high view specifically, and is saying, I I want to be a member at high view. Um, you're in, you're inviting this people, this group of people specifically to look out for you. And then in turn, you're promising to do that for them.
2: Right. Yeah. Towards the end of the chapter, um, he said, uh, Lehman says, uh, When someone wants to join the church where I pastor, I'll say something like this at the end of the membership interview. Friend, by joining this church, you will become jointly responsible for whether or not this congregation continues to faithfully proclaim the gospel. Mm. That means you will become jointly responsible for what this church teaches and for whether or not its members live faithful lives. Mm. And one day you'll stand before God and give an account for how you fulfill that responsibility. We need more hands for the harvest, so we hope you'll join us in that work.
0: Yeah, mm. that's that's awesome.
2: That's a great summary of, of what it is we're called to do yeah. um, and uh, and why joining a church. If you're a professing Christian, this is why joining a church is so such an important part of living the Christian life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so uh, I thought that was a really good
0: summary. Yeah, being a member is not just a status. Uh, he makes a point to say it's a job. Like it's a job. You're going to work. At. uh there's a specific yeah. duties you're called right. to and,
2: and when it um, is the status thing yeah that's how you get the role that that no one can be removed from yes it's going to be called up yonder <laughs> <A> <laughs> yeah, little <exactly>. little, <laughs> yeah
0: little throwback yeah reference southern baptist easter egg there. yeah
2: <laughs> but like that that's when it becomes i'm on that role and not mm-hmm. i'm i'm committed to those I'm people in that i'm in that yeah. family yeah that's, that's what I'm called to do. Right.
0: And uh, so,
2: yeah, that's a, I think that's a really important point to, to make.
0: So as we kind of wrap up um, I, I think we should talk about like when we specifically here at high view, when, when somebody, we're talking about this responsibility, you know, taking part in this family, what do we want people to do as members? Um, and actually we, we had uh, as a part of our membership class, we're adding in and, and in our conversations about discipleship, uh, we have five things that we're saying a healthy church member is and does. Um, so I think that would even be helpful to bring up right now. As a, as a church, um, there's certain things, specific things that we think every healthy believer who's committed to being a part of this church, um, they're going to do. I believe the first one, uh, very, very basically, is just being here, <laughs> gathering with the local church, being a part of um, this this thing. And to, to be a part of it, you have to first – be here, be present. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So the five things are gather, which you just mentioned. Yep. Connect, give, serve, go, uh, and it all begins with gathering. Like that's where that's where everything begins in terms of uh, our commitments, uh, being a, an example of faithfulness uh, in in weekly corporate worship. That, that's where most discipleship on, on a big scale is happening, and everything else kind of flows downstream from that at High yeah. View. Yeah. Uh, so prioritizing that gathering that that's that's a really that's a really important piece of of membership. Uh, and then you have uh, connect, the connect piece, which uh, is uh, being involved in smaller expressions of community, whether that be uh, gospel community groups, uh, maybe it's spending time in in a teaching space, uh, maybe it's uh, just meeting people for coffee and accountability, whatever it might be yeah uh, and then you have give. Uh, so, uh, giving sacrificially, uh, of not only your, 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 uh, your, your treasure, your talents, but, but also your time. Mm-hmm. So just being generous, uh, yeah. as a, as a human yeah. and, and people always think about just money, but it's really beyond that. Uh, it's, it's, it's modeling mm-hmm. God honoring stewardship, um, and joyful generosity, uh, serve. So serving yeah. other, others with your gifts, uh, thinking about it that way, like serving others for, for yeah. their good. And the good of the church as a whole just pouring out your life and then go like living on mission, like thinking on mission, yeah. thinking about making disciples where God has placed you yeah. uh, or wherever he may send you in the world. So that's it. Yeah. Um, gather, connect, give, serve, go. Right. That's uh that's
0: the deal. It's good. Um, yeah. The way that the, the authors uh, talk about this, this role, this job that we have to do, um, they essentially say the, the job is making disciples enlarging the kingdom and protecting the kingdom. So yeah, our, our goal good. is to grow the kingdom through being that, that you know, gospel presence in the world around us and then guarding the kingdom by looking out for one another. Those who have claimed to be a part of it, um, we're, we're looking out for each other. We're making sure that what we're proclaiming is the gospel, right. uh, protecting the truth, looking out for, uh, making sure we're staying faithful to what God has called us to be and do in the world. So yeah, is yep. a big deal. It is. There and, it is. I, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing really is. Any other final thoughts about membership? Um, I would say, you know, if if anybody is in the high view sphere and wants to know more about membership, we do have some opportunities. Do you know anyone we could talk to about that? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Um, We we do have some opportunities coming up in February uh, to do our knowing high view class, which is just our way of putting our cards on the table saying, Hey, here's what you're getting into. Uh, Here's the family you're you're joining and here's what we're going to be doing together. Um, So those opportunities are coming. We're going to be announcing those soon. Um, if you're not in our area, maybe you're listening to this from another state or across the world even. I know we've had uh, some, mm-hmm. some people that have come on our, uh, our platform. We could see the analytics. Like we, I think we had a listener in Russia one that time. That is so.
1: awesome. Sweet.
0: So don't know how to say uh, hello in <laughs> Russian, but glad you're listening. Um, but if you are, find a church that has this view of membership. Mm-hmm. Don't just be content to have your name on a roll and that be it. Um, find a family you can plug into and serve and give and grow together.
2: That's, that's the optimal, uh, that's the optimal thing. Find a church that has a healthy view of membership. Um, I'll give you a good tool for that. No matter where you live, uh, another plug for nine marks, they have a church search. Mm -hmm. Um, usually the churches on that search, uh, have a similar view of membership to the one we're putting out here today. Yeah. Um, and then here's another one that I've used for people because I have friends all over the world. I have, I have friends in places where there are just not a lot of churches that are like this. Yeah, uh, I- anywhere near them. Yeah, and uh, and I've been asked like, what do you do if that's the case? Like you're just there's no churches that are really like this around, and that is very very possible. You depending on where you are in the world, move to West Georgia. You <laughs> come to Highview. <laughs> that's one. That's one option. Yeah. Uh, the other option is, and what I tell people is, you can be a mem- You can act like this, even mm-hmm. if the church doesn't have it. Yeah, that's good. Like you can you can treat them like family. You can insist on holding them accountable. Yeah. You can point people to the gospel. Uh, you can encourage the church to move towards more and more faithfulness as you're there, uh, and as they see you like acting different. Maybe they'll want that for the rest of the church. Maybe yeah. the leadership will notice that. But I but I've used that. Mm. I've said, act like this. You you even yeah. if the church itself doesn't have a formal mechanism for this, right. act like a member. Act like the most committed member
0: uh, you can be, yeah.
2: uh, and and watch what God does.
0: That's mm. that's really good because it's easy to default to the uh, just complaining about what's not in place, right. Or complaining about oh they don't have this, they don't do that, they're right? Not. Um, but. Essentially, like I believe you just you read from the uh, from the book, there we will have to give an account to how we right. acted. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. To how we held ourselves, you know, that's exactly to that right. membership standard. So that's 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 incredible. Start start with you.
2: Yeah. If if yeah. that's that's if there are no churches if, around you right that actually hold this view of membership, yeah. Uh, and there are, like I said, there are places in the world where that's the case, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than likely, if you're in the states, yeah, and join a healthy church, yeah. Um, Join a healthy church and uh, and I believe that if you do, I think not only you, I think your family will be blessed by that.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Well guys, this was a great conversation. Mallory
2: it was a pleasure. Thank uh, y'all.
0: Thank we're, you gonna gonna you All right. yeah, we're gonna have you back on. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay
1: tuned, I'll be back.
0: That's right. <laughs> Um, and we hope all of you will be back to listen to future episodes of the Highview Podcast. We're excited to get restarted here in 2022. Um, I know I keep having conversations, keep hearing people who are listening and loving what we're doing with this podcast, and so I'm excited about that. We have a loyal um, fan base. We do. It is loyal. Our tens of listeners, as I've said before. <laughs> um, no, but it's been cool to, to have hear that feedback, so if you guys would just... Let us know. It's encouraging to hear. Let Tyler know. Let me know that this is good. Tyler at (laughs) (laughs) highview.tv.
2: Send an encouraging email Uh, to Tyler. This podcast has changed your
0: life. These have been been great. But also, go visit uh, all these places where maybe where you listen, if it's on Spotify or iTunes, leave us a rating and review uh, so other people can find us and hopefully be helpful to them. And uh, with that said, we'll see you in the next one.